Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee, and let's awaken our hearts together. Isn't it interesting mm-hmm. that word goody goody and what it triggers and what it's kind of unpacking that a bit. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's uh, let's dive into that. Let's let's kind of let's goody, kind goody. of hash that out. Let's hash that uh, out a bit. Let's hash it out. I actually can't stand that word. Okay. So, okay, the, goody goody. So, let's welcome everybody. We're in <laughs> podcasting mode. <laughs> We're, well, well, let's officially start. Okay. All right. So, go on your rant. Okay. Growing up, you yeah. know, as a little child, I accepted Christ and I had a encounter with God when I was little. Right. And I just felt I always knew God was real. I wanted to honor him since a little person. Mm-hmm. And during my whole teenage years, I mean, I, I, I'm I, not saying perfect. Oh, my goodness. And But I mean, there was a deep desire in me and a deep conviction to do what was right. And I definitely felt it. Like I had deep convictions. Yeah. And I wanted to honor God my whole life. I have felt that desire to honor yeah. God. Yeah. And as I've done that in my teenage years and even into my early 20s, I would hear people say, oh, you're such a goody goody. Right. That word would make me so angry, like okay. so angry inside because it actually made me feel like they were putting me down. Okay. Like real, and actually yeah. it was. Well, yeah. Says yeah, 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 goody, yeah. It's making fun of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's trying to offend you like, yeah. and, and yeah, say something offensive to you. So like I, as if it's bad to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people listening to this, put it on this podcast would be like, oh my goodness. Yes. Cause if you've been called a goody goody, yeah. you know the feeling. Yeah. Cause everything sure. in you for is sure. like, I'm not a goody goody. Like yeah. I'm not a goody goody. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But maybe. Yeah. I just want to do what's right. And if that's right. what that appears to you, then right. But right. everything in me at that point, it's amazing. The tension would then start to say, maybe I should just do something. I don't know. Smoke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you start thinking of all like, these What is actions. it that makes you not a goody goody then? Yeah. It's interesting because I, because we knew each other as teenagers and I do remember you as a teenager being like, like really seeking God, like really, really having a heart for God and wanting to like wanting to please God. So I get how people may have looked at you and thought that that made you a goody goody or whatever. But the other thing that's really interesting is I also knew you as a child and you weren't a goody goody no. as a child. <laughs> like as a child, as a you stinker. were, yeah, you were a little stinker. Like you were <laughs> like, I would have been a goody goody as a child. Like I would have been very like obedient to my parents and like just really like a good kid, like a good kid. I you never were. got a spanking in my life. I never, yeah. like, I always super followed obedient. the rules, super obedient, like, n- like kind to people. Like, I, I, I would have been more of a goody goody as a child, but I n- knew you as a child, and you weren't like that. Like, you were like, sp- like feisty. You had an edge to you. You know, you loved to tell lies. Like, you were, <laughs> like, not a goody goody no. type no. of, you know. So it's interesting, right, that you go through a season where of your life where you connect, like lock into something and you decide, no, like I want to live for God. I want to live for righteousness. And then all of a sudden that becomes a put down. Yeah. And those that are listening, when you've been called yeah. as Laura, you too, it is a put down. Like it's never said in a way like, wow, you're so good. Well, it's always, and it's always in comparison to somebody who's living less good than you, I guess. But honestly, if you really think about it, it says more about the person who's saying it than it does about you. Yeah. Really. 
but it still is offensive and it still is hurtful and it still does. Yeah. It still kind of makes you, I, I don't know. I, I do you, do you think it's frustrating because you know yourself and you know, you're like, we know ourselves. So even if you're called that, if you're called a goody goody or if you're called whatever, like you, you know that you have wrong motives, you know you have wrong attitudes, you know that you've fallen short, you know every way that you've fallen short. And although that might not be super obvious on the outside or external by your actions, you know every, you know every thought, every, like every sinful, you know, temptation and... Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly part of that wrestle. Because you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not. And then when you do something, just say you have a moment in front of people, they're like, oh, did you see that? Like, oh, like it becomes this big thing. Right. And then you start to feel like you're in a spotlight a little bit. Like I have to be perfect. People are watching yeah. for you to make a mistake. It's a very unhealthy thing that's been said. And maybe I'm, I've just been noticing it more because my Kay. girls are talking about it, that they've been Kay. called goody goodies. and. It bugs them and it's starting to bug me because okay. I'm like, I remember that feeling. I know what it's like. Don't change your course. Yeah. But you have to lean into that. Why Why people are calling you that and what that's bringing up in you and exactly that. You know you're not good, but then it also puts this pressure on you that now you have to be good. You've been labeled something Yeah. that now if you change, people make a big deal or if you mess up, people do make a big deal. Right. Because now you've been labeled a certain way. Right. And you've got to maintain that. Yeah. Or you're like, forget that. I'm going to yeah. go the opposite way. Right. Right. And I'm going to take, I don't want to be a goody goody anymore. Right. I'm just going to do right. what everyone else is doing. Right. But actually the way of God makes you makes you look like a goody goody right. in the things that you do, but they're right. still not good in you. Let me, let me ask you a question. Which is a weird thing. To let say me ask about. you like a, like kind of a, a mining type of question. Okay. So like you've been labeled a goody goody before, so you can identify with that label. I have two, like I have two in a different way. Like I wasn't as much of a goody goody as you going through the teenage years. I would just say if you were comparing you and I, but I've also just in my life hung out with people who were I mean just you had really really like full full colorful pasts and I just didn't I just didn't and I'll, I'll share a story about that in a minute but like as as a goody goody or whatever okay if that's offensive I don't mean it no, in an offensive way it. but no, as a person that's, yeah, that goody, yeah. has known as a goody goody if you were really honest about so so like reflect on yourself like going through teenage years how much of that had to do with living up to someone else's expectations of you mm. how much of that goodness had to do with pleasing your parents pleasing your pastors pleasing authorities in your life yes of course pleasing god too and interpreting that that's how you please god but how much of that goodness is actually rooted in pleasing rather than actually genuinely like this is who God has called me to be. And I think that's the tension mm -hmm. that we as goody goodies, <laughs> I'm in quotations, have to manage because that's the weight of when someone labels us that mm -hmm. that's the weight is mm -hmm. like, I am trying so hard here mm -hmm. 
to do the right thing, to be a leader, to, but how much of that is actually rooted in wanting to please like I know as a child, so I'm, so I like, I'll reflect on myself as a child. Like I'm a firstborn and had a lot of expectations on me placed, placed on me. And so I just leveled up. I just proved, tried, tried to prove that I could live up to those expectations. But was that really who I was? Not always. And then, so then what would happen is in my heart, I would do what I want or I would have the attitude I want or I would hide what I really wanted to do. But on the outside, I would please and do the right thing and then get called a goody goody. Mm. But I knew I really wasn't because so anyway, do you you see what I'm kind of pressing on? Of course I do. I think that's a tension we all have our entire lives because I think it's always moving between false motives, wrong motives, whether for like, we always go back to the Enneagram, but there are different motives that we do have for a three, same as you firstborn. I'm also a performer. I'm an achiever Mm -hmm. image conscience. Mm -hmm. So you, oh my goodness, that's like the perfect opportunity. Perfect storm. Yeah. Perfect storm. But there was also this deep encounter I had with God at nine years old that changed my whole life. And it did. I watched it. Yeah. I was a different person before nine and then I I changed completely. So there was this moving back and forth. Yes, there was deep-seated parts of like raised in a very much authoritative home, but honoring your authorities, honoring your parents, obeying the rules, which I think are healthy things. God talks about that. But the motive was was for approval and love. Deep down, it was like, I will be loved if I do those things. But it also had, at the same token, a deep admiration for God and an intimate relationship with God. But that definitely pollinated into my relationship with God that if I do these things, God will love me too. But as you're working that out, you don't really know that. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. God uses that to help yep. those spaces to be he redeemed. He works that out. He re- yeah. yeah. But I think those tensions, even now at 44 years old, those things constantly cross. Those are constantly things that the Holy Spirit has to unveil to me to be like, no, this is why you're doing it. It's, it's very admirable and it looks on the outside very admirable, but this is actually your motive. Don't stop doing that. That action is really healthy. It's what I've asked you, but the motive is what God's getting to. And sometimes the actions look the same. Yeah. It's a heart, right? Yeah. So I think what you're asking, it's exactly what happens. Those tensions are always at work. There's a goodness of God that comes from doing what's right because it's from his goodness and there's a favor and a blessing that comes from Choose doing you this what's day, right. life or death. That's exactly. But there is also an evil that comes when our, appro- when our need for approval comes from doing what's good. And I think, you know, we, we had done a podcast about goodness and badness yeah. that we're, you know, working out lots oh. of tensions about that conversation. Yeah. But like, I think that, like, I think that the really, really dangerous space in our humanity in this whole conversation and in even walking in the righteousness of God, um, holiness, uh, purity, you know, pleasing God, obedience, all of those things is that if it ever, and it seems to always do, does creep into our belief system that those things are how we earn our salvation or those things are how we've earned God's approval, favor, blessing, that somehow that those are the things we have to do to earn God's acceptance. 
then again, we're feeding into self-salvation. And that, like, again, that's the whole cycle of this tension of the goody-goody and that our righteousness is given to us because of the grace of the cross. Totally. Like he, he calls us righteousness. He's clothed us in righteousness by his blood, by what he did, not what we do. And, and it's just, it's really, and I actually think that message is almost harder for the goody goodies. I, I do. Yeah. Like, I think the true, like the genuine message of God's grace, which is the heart of the gospel, is actually harder for the goody goodies to receive mm. uh, uh, than for the sinners. Mm. Right? Mm. Oh, anyways, it's, it's, it's like, I feel the... You feel the tension. And there is it like a little bit, and even people listening, be very careful to call someone a goody goody because it is really something yeah. hard. It yeah. is a label. Yeah. We think of like negative yeah. labels, like you're stupid, you're yeah. dumb. Goody, goody can, it is all of a sudden like now it's like, you've got to be perfect. Yeah. That's what actually gets internalized. Wow. As soon as it's said, it's like, you've got to be perfect. Don't mess up. Wow. We're watching you and we're going to, we're going to let we're you know. Call like, you we're going to call you when out when you, you don't. That's what happens. Wow. And that becomes like an internal fear. Yeah. But going back to what you just said, Laura, it is so true because the outward of a goody, goody yeah. can look exactly the same as someone who has a healthy place with God where they're working that out of of working in a where place it's coming of grace, from, of where it's coming from, except approval, yeah, approval already, identity, and security, and approval. True. Or it can look the same when it's coming True. out of a place of performing, of adapting, of being what that person wants you to be, of trying to be perfect. They can look very similar. Wow. I heard on a Graham Cook podcast, I heard him say, like, he's talking about the how God never changes, how he doesn't love you, or even how he is towards you doesn't change on your worst day to your best day. Mm. And like, again, I think for those who are, whose heart um, longs to please God and to follow him like in all of the obedience and the way that it looks externally, like, again, it's to constantly question our motives of how are we judging ourselves and how are we judging others? Do we have that mindset? Do we truly believe that on our worst day and on our best day, do we believe that God approves more of us when we are good and when we get it all right? Or when we mess up and our motives and our intentions of our heart are wrong, do we believe, right? Because that's also the other side of the tensions, I think, that the goody-goody has to walk in and face. Like, does God accept me more when I get it right? Or does God accept me equally on every day of my life, in every moment, in every... And that's the grace, right? That's the grace side and the compassion, the self-compassion in the tension between good and Mm. bad is just that we we do have to have self-compassion under the grace of God to yeah. be able to just be okay that we're not always going to get it right. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I honestly, I love that because it really is no longer the goody goody. It's the goodness of God. Yeah. It's like, that's the take back. It's not the there goody goody. That's so good. It's that's not so good. the, it's like, but saying like, Preach this that. is the goodness of God. Like, it's not the goody goody you're seeing. It's the goodness of God coming out of my life. And I'm choosing to act from the goodness of God because this is the goodness of God. There this you go. Is, and the goodness of God only bears life and fruit. 
So, but it's not out of a place of being a goody goody. It's out of the goodness of his, what he's done here. Yeah. And it's constantly going back to his goodness. And that's, that's where I think I, even hopefully a teenager would listen to this or someone in their twenties. I mean, I'm just kind of unpacking this and it's kind of happened as we've talked about good and bad. And then I've been hearing my daughters, I've been asking them like, how do you feel like, and one of them said, mom, you know, I was called a goody goody the other day and it made, and I was like, that's it. That is actually what happens because it's like you feel the good and the evil, but we're not about, it's not about being a goody goody. It's about operating the goodness of God and what he is. It's always about him. It always comes back to him. Like even today I was reading in Job this one scripture and it brought me to um, a scripture in Psalms, Psalms 138, that the Lord backs up his promises by the honor of his name. So even in our lives, the goodness of God, our dreams, our visions, it actually is all about the honor of his name. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter anything. My What I do good, what my dreams are, what I accomplish, it all comes back to the honor of his name, his goodness, what he is in me. It's all, that doesn't even matter. None of that matters. So I think just that goody, goody word, I'm just trying to figure out a way when someone calls you goody, goody, you can just be like, I receive that. I receive the goodness, the goodness of, God. of the Lord in my life. <laughs> it's a goodness of double God. blessing, double blessing, goody, yeah. goody. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure yeah, out like all yeah. that unpacking it, but yeah. I think it is so good. Yeah. And even for a, I'm using the word goody, goody. We were talking about a story, um, that we, we talked about before podcasting about my mom had come over and for a goody goody, you know, it's that perfectionism us talking, but I yeah. realized there's still this tension that's constantly working yeah. out in my life. An example would be a week ago, my mom came over and we were just talking about something and I mentioned something that a cleaner I needed for my stove. And my mom said, Oh my goodness, I should have brought that. And I looked at her and I was like, mom, how would you have known to brought that? Like we're talking about the oven right now. Like you would have had no idea that I was talking about the oven. Yeah. But in my mom's heart, it was like, oh, I should have known. And it brought me to a moment I'd had with God. Well, God brought me to that story not too long, like just shortly after something had happened. And I was like, man, I should have been better. How come I didn't see that? how come I reacted like that? Or internally, I didn't like jump in like more faith filled or have the eyes to see in the spirit, man. I'm just like, man, I just want to be better. And I just feel like God say, how would you have known that? How would you have known that until I revealed it to you? You didn't even know that was there until wow. that happened. Just like that cleaner, like your mom didn't know you needed that cleaner till she came to your house and you talked about it. Your mom wouldn't have known to brought it. How would you have known that was even there until this situation presented itself now learn from it. Remember, take a pause next time something happens and take a step back and be like, okay, God, give me eyes to see this. But you wouldn't have known it. Wow. So don't heap shame on yourself. Don't heap expectation. Don't heap all of that. Don't live in that place of shame or having to be better, having to be something that how on earth would you even know you were to be? That's exactly what a goody-goody operates into that tension. And that's exactly what we're talking about, that unhealthy I need to be better. I need to have known that. I need to like always be at that standard or that expectation. That's not at all how God intends us to live internally. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm yeah. circling that story back in because I think that is the tensions of yeah. the goodness of perfection, yeah. of performance, of achievement, of striving, yeah. of hustling for worth yeah. comes from a place of thinking we have to be something that actually God has no expectation no, on us when no. we don't know we need him to show us yeah. and to learn from it yeah. and to grow from it. But 
how many moments Lord do we have all of a sudden you're like wow that was a first yeah or not a first but in this situation yeah yeah I need to learn from and grow from and and I think the an honest place for me would be um because like if I'm I don't know if this (laughs) I don't know if this is gonna sound right but I feel like like I'm pretty good at being good if if you know what I mean like I'm like I'm actually like in life and in my choices and in my actions and in what like my image, I guess I would say like what I present to the world, I'm pretty good at being good. But, you know, I, I think one of the things the Lord keeps speaking to me about in this season is trying to tap into the part of myself where I have like, uh, like where I have such need of him and I have such need of his spirit and I have such need of his strength and his power that I don't rely on how good I am at being good, but that I put my full reliance on his power and his strength in me in the midst of my weakness. So actually getting in touch with, instead of focusing on the good, um, getting in touch with the parts where like I have need of him. Yeah. Because I feel like the danger for goody goodies is we get really good at being good. Mm-hmm. And then we don't need God as much because being good is just following rules. Mm-hmm. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's just following, like it's just following away. It's mm-hmm. just following a list of rules that are on paper or in the Bible or mm-hmm. like it's, you know, it's following what is acceptable in a family unit, in society, in school, in what, right? In in a culture, however you want to play that out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I just, I feel like in this season, God is trying to get deeper than just my, how good I am at being good and touch. Like, where do I actually have need of him? Mm -hmm. Like, where do I actually bring him into a place of desperate need every day? And that's harder. That's way harder. Like that's way harder than just being good, getting good at being good. A funny story, like a funny story. When I was probably in my early 20s, I had a friend who like one of my best friends had like just a wild past. Like she (laughs) had done everything that you could ever do in life. And I just didn't. I just I just really didn't. Like I I just I was I was good kid. Like I, I didn't really do much that was bad. I didn't really overly rebel against my parents or like I, I was just, yeah, I was a pretty good kid. And I remember at one time she had a bit of a potty mouth. And, um, I remember one time she was like, like, have you ever sworn? Like, have you ever actually sworn? And I'm like, never, I've never said a swear word ever out loud in my life. Never. And she's like, you need to swear right now. Like you need to actually swear. And I was like, no, I can't. Like I actually physically can't. And I would like open my mouth and try. And I couldn't, like I could not bring myself to say a curse or a swear word out loud. I just couldn't do it. And so we had, like we were both believers at the time, like and on fire for Jesus and all that. And we're having this conversation. And she literally was like, no, you need to like, like this is, swearing's not, it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Like don't like you're, you're in a bondage. Like you're in a bondage to your goodness right now. She's like, you need to swear. And we had this, we had this whole conversation and she literally like made me swear out loud (laughs) just to like get Get, over like this. Like I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Anyways, again, sort of in bondage. And you haven't stopped since. No, (laughs) 
I'm joking. <laughs> sort of in bondage to my goodness. Yes, but do you yes, know what I mean? Do you totally. know what I mean by that? So anyways, and it's a funny story and it was a funny moment. And so finally I did, like I did. And like my first one was like the S word and I totally just whispered. Oh my <laughs> goodness. And I've never been someone who swore and I, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. really swear, but, but uh, like ever, I don't, it's just not, it doesn't come to my mind, but it was just a funny moment of like having to kind of confront even the legalism or the bondage that can come into getting good at being good oh yeah you know so anyways anyways it is i mean we're we're still in process god's still working out all of this stuff in our lives but yeah there's something about being able to need be in need and recognize our need our utter need because my goodness is as filthy rags before the oh, lord oh my gosh all my goody goodiness is as filthy rags in comparison to his holiness. Uh, totally. There's not, I, I can't even be good enough ever in comp- in contrast to his ho- holiness. Like it's, it's filthy rags before him. So, so the fact that I, you know, would try so hard, I don't, anyways, do you know what I mean? That's the wrestle. No, it is a wrestle. And it really oh. is once again, the outward can look the same. Yeah. You can be super good at being good. Because you're striving for approval and there's a bondage, there's a legalism, yeah. there's a yeah. fear, yeah. a failure, there's lots yeah. of that yeah. deep, deep down. Living up to exp- others' expectations That's of exactly, you, all that. Yeah, exactly. You can also be living that way because you are fully aware that God has saved you and saving those spaces yeah. constantly and it's him yeah. doing that. But it really is that tension to get in touch with. And it's not what we're naturally like to do is to go to where we're weak and where we're sinning and where we're in need, where we're in need. But that is exactly what we need to do. Yeah. Like I love this one scripture in Job. I'm in Job right now, which is quite the book to be studying. (laughs) Really uplifting. Really uplifting in my Bible study. This is like part of my Bible plan, but I love this one scripture. I read it today. It's in um, Job 14 verse 16. It says, um, 17, sorry, my sins would be sealed in a pouch and that you would cover my guilt. Wow. And I just feel like that's exactly it. God's saying like, you have sin. Like it's sealed in my pouch though and I'll cover your guilt. Wow. But it's not from a place that we can seal our sin. No. And we can cover our guilt. But that's what sometimes goody goody does. And it's actually a deeper intimacy and dependency like what you're talking about and a deeper outflow of goodness of God when we come from that place because it will stop short and we will self-destruct. We can be good for so long. Yeah. But we actually, it it will only, how do I say, like, it will have, it will not last. Like, that goodness will turn into resentment. It will turn into something. It's yeah. actually not pure. It's yeah. not. But we allow God to go to the impure places. Yeah. He alone can bring a purity. Yeah. And that's the goodness that flows yeah. out. But I just, I just love that because he can see, he seals our sin in a pouch yeah. I'm like, and covers our guilt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. The daily chuck, take yeah. it, yeah, take yeah, yeah. it and cover it and yeah. take it, yeah. take all that we're carrying, you know? Yeah. But I think that's exactly what we're talking about. It's not about, we want to live in a way that's honoring of God. We want to yeah. live in that place it's where the desire of our heart to live in, like to live in holy and humbly and righteously and to walk that narrow path. But we want to recognize that that doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from us. And that doesn't, that doesn't earn us salvation. It doesn't earn. Yeah. So may God help us. So goody, goody. I just want to say that word is like, we're getting rid of that. Like, I I think we need to just, yeah, 
I'm just trying to feel like of a cool slogan to say back if someone ever says it, even we'll for teenagers. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. yeah. And God sees your heart to honor him. Yeah, for sure. God sees that. But I for feel sure. like God is going to a real deep place in all of us with the good and the bad and to recognize we are bad. Yeah. We are bad. Yeah. We're born into but the, sin. But but the, the honest truth is like as parents, yeah. we would far rather... We would far rather have our kids be the goody-goody kids. Yeah. They're way easier to raise. Yeah. Goody-goody kids are way easier to raise. But it does not necessarily mean that their hearts are healthy, that it's coming from a good place. Yeah. It, we can't just... It's easier for us, for sure, because I have some goody-goody kids yeah. like who... You know what I mean? All, their, life's, their life's mission is to follow the rules, do what we say, you know, and it, they're so easy to parent Yeah, and they make me look good. They yeah. make me look better. But like, I think what I desire more for my kids than that is that they would flesh out mm-hmm. what's really on the inside so that they can walk in the fullness of who God has called them to be and that they can place their full identity in him, not to please me not Mm. like that the motive of it wouldn't be to plead to ultimately please me of course i want them to please me but but ultimately i don't want that to be their driver because if that's their driver then i feel like they won't really figure out who they really are and i want them to figure out who they really are i want god to help them to discover how he's created them and what he's created them to do and what he's called them to do and it might look different than me and i might not even agree (laughs) i might not even see it or agree all the time, you know, but it's a uh, like, yeah, but it's, it's, it, again, even as a parent, it's attention. It is attention. It's attention. You know, I have one of my kids that I'm constantly saying like, make a mistake, like go try something. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Don't be afraid to do something wrong. Like you've got to, like, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to yeah, be perfect. Yeah. So I know but. it really is that, eh? Because obedience brings blessing. It really does. And honor and all of those things. But like you're saying, when you have to be something versus walking from something. Yeah. So when you have to be a goody goody. Yeah. Yeah. Versus yeah. I am walking in God's goodness. Yeah. So don't be a goody goody, but walk in the goodness of God. So good. So when you can, that's the flesh. And when you actually yeah. can decipher that, yeah. you're, the outside may look the same. Yeah. It may look the same for a season, for sure. Yes. Uh, someone else, yes. but the inner is going to be very different. Yeah. And there'll be the a motive. A, yeah. The motive and the intimacy with God yeah. and the freedom and the life and the joy because you're not working in bo- working bondage, but you're working from freedom. Yeah. So I think that's it. Like, don't be a goody goody, but walk in the goodness of God. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For from sure. that place. So for sure. For anyway, sure. It's just an interesting thing. Cause I've been talking to some teenagers and some young adults and that word keeps coming up and I'm like, that's really interesting something to unpack. And I think that's uh, a really a neat way to unpack. I it. liked how you reframed it though, very much. Like I like how you, how you reframed it uh, around, like, it's not that I'm a goody goody. Mm-hmm. It's about the goodness of God. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Jesus said when someone mm-hmm. called him good teacher, someone mm-hmm. came up to him and said, good teacher. And he said, no one's good, but my father. And I don't really understand that to be honest, because he, <laughs> he was God and he was good, but he li- wanted all the glory to go to his the father. Honor of he his wanted, name. Yeah. you know, and so, mm-hmm. so, you know, that, that is our heart too. Like if anybody calls us good, no one is good, but Jesus. And yeah. it's the goodness of God. If you see any goodness, it's the goodness of God. That's and right. I, and I put the praise back, like put the praise back on him. It's yeah. not, it's not in me. I don't have it in me. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Wow. That was, that was kind of, I know we just kind yeah, of launched into it. That was, uh, that, I felt that though. Yeah. I felt that, eh? Yeah. Like we'll definitely be sitting in that for a little bit, a little bit of an awakening moment. I think we had there. Yeah, totally. Eh? Totally. Yeah. I know we were just talking about it and then we just ended up podcasting right into it because it's, the flow was just happening. We feel that because we both have had that, that title and we've realized how we've, we're unpacking it and we'll continue to unpack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, God is so good. Oh my goodness. That new song right now, The Goodness of God. I can't even take so, it. Who, I, I don't know if I know it. What, who sings we've, it? We've sung it for church. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, okay, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. faithful. You've oh, been good. But yes, the goodness of God, yes, yes, yes. he keeps running after. Like all those songs, it just it brings you back. One. Yeah. But I just love that. Yeah. I love how you just... You just said that again. Say that again, that statement that I said at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I already forgot that the, I said. The, yeah, no, the, you, the way that you reframed, like it's not our goodness. It's about the goodness of God in me. So That's anytime we're called good, just yeah. like Jesus, right? It's yeah. no, no one is good except, except God. So and that's what we're leaving with you. We're leaving yeah. that with each of you today and yeah, with that's us. Right. Yeah. The goodness of God. Yeah. I so remember it. that God has complete confidence in you today. And his goodness is flowing all over you. And you are crowned as a daughter of the king. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast. And you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.